Thank you for listening to the first podcast of the new series, By the Still Water. The goal of these discussions is to encourage your search for the God of heaven. We hope that you enjoy the thoughts here and that they provoke some further investigation. Again, thank you for listening. The Great Smoky Mountains National Park is the most visited national park in the country. Dozens of trails take visitors to waterfalls and mountaintops with spectacular views of the forested mountains. Hikers can discover the ruins of stone cabins or walk some of the same trails Native Americans used a thousand years ago. One of the things that many people comment on when they visit is how dense the forest is and how easy it is to get lost. People have wandered off the trails and have become disoriented, even though they were only a few feet from the path. It is one of the reasons that there are signs warning visitors against wandering off the trails. But don't let that discourage you. Following the signs, you can arrive at one of the many waterfalls, such as Hen Hollow Falls, Grotto Falls, or Tom Branch Falls. It takes some effort and diligence, but it is worth all of the effort. But this is not a travel blog, but a discussion of the Bible story. When we talk about the Bible, it is not uncommon for a new reader to become disoriented. There are many people that pick up the Bible and begin reading in a random place, become confused and disoriented, and then give up, proclaiming that they gave the Bible story a chance. That sounds to me like wandering off the trail not finding a waterfall, and proclaiming that the waterfalls do not exist. So, what are the signposts that keep us oriented in the right direction? Well, before we do that, we need to be motivated to walk the trail. Back in the Smoky Mountain National Park, you can find lots of signs telling a hiker what they will see on the trail, as well as where the trail ends. The signposts for the Bible story have a similar quality. Let's focus on one word, the word blessed. This idea marks a trail that circles the entire message of the Bible. Walk along this trail with me. One of the most important crossroads of the Bible message is the place where God tells a man named Abram to leave his home. This is from Genesis chapter 12. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you and the one who curses you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. Let me read this again and add an emphasis to one idea. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land I will show you, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing, and I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth will be blessed." Do you hear how many times the word blessed is used? There are many elements of this reading that have great significance. 
At the time, God tells him to leave his home and his relatives. This man did not have any children. Yet God promises him that he will make his descendants a great nation. This man Abram will later on have his name changed to Abraham and be the patriarch of the Hebrew nation. He is told that he will not only be blessed by God, but will be a blessing to others. And finally, through his descendants will arise a blessing for all mankind. This is one of the first foreshadowings of the coming of Jesus. But we are looking for signposts along the trail, and the one we are looking for is this idea of being blessed. Backing up to before Abraham, we can see this idea marking the trail. Genesis 1 records that God blessed man and woman and commanded them to be fruitful and multiply. The first relationship between God and man was marked by a blessing. God blessed Noah and his sons in chapter 9. We read God proclaiming a blessing on Abraham, but he also blessed his son Isaac and his grandson Jacob. But the idea of the blessing of God is expressed in other ways and in other places. In the book of Ruth, a story of kindness, love, and compassion It is acknowledged that God had blessed Naomi and Ruth when she meets Boaz, a kinsman that will provide and protect them. Also, Ruth's great-grandson, a man known as King David, used this idea in many places in the Psalms. Do you realize that the first word found in the book of Psalms is the word blessed? From Psalm 1, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, or stands in the way of sinners, or sits in the seat of the scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. We were talking earlier about a trail to follow. Like a sign warning a hiker of a dangerous path, there is a trail that is not to be followed. This psalm says the person that is blessed is the one that rejects the advice and company of evil people. But the correct path is marked as well. He says that the blessing is to those that delight in the law of the Lord. Coming even further forward, we see Mary, when she is carrying the child Jesus, is described as blessed. The Apostle Paul begins his letter to the church at Ephesus by saying, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And the very last book in the Bible begins and ends with this idea. From the first chapter of Revelation, Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it, for the time is near. Skipping forward into the last chapter. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. These are just a few examples of places where this idea of blessed or blessing marks the trail. And like many trails, there are times that can be difficult. That does not mean that the end is not worth the effort. Climbing through rough terrain can lead to amazing places. 
This is true about the Bible story as well. It is a misconception that believers are promised an easy, carefree life. James tells us that we are blessed if we endure difficulty. And Peter says we are blessed if we suffer because of our dedication to God. Jesus says it this way, Blessed are those that suffer for doing what is right. But Jesus did not make this statement in isolation. This is a small part of the introduction to what is called the Sermon on the Mount. That introduction begins with nine different statements, all which begin with this idea of blessed. From Matthew chapter 5, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those that mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are those that promote peace. As Jesus taught the people, he wanted them to know what he was there to do. He was there to bring a blessing to all men. He uses this idea of blessed that dominates so much of the Bible story to be the introduction to his sermon and his mission. Jesus came so that we can have the blessing of God. Whatever else you think you see in the Bible message, this should be one of the most important and visible concepts to you. The words of David are to help us understand that we can be blessed of God. The beginning and the middle and the end of the Bible message is about being blessed. If the blessing of God is what the message is about, would it not make sense that there are warnings about missing that blessing? We read one of those warnings earlier in Psalm 1. Listen again. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked or stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scoffer. This is a plea to stay on the path, or you might become disoriented and lost. The path is clearly marked for a reason, and it is important to find and remain on the path. The goal of these podcasts is to help you in your journey to understand and follow the signposts of the message of God. There are challenging places on this trail, but what is at the end of the journey makes it all worthwhile. Are you willing to look for and find the signposts? Thank you for listening to this episode of By the Still Water. It is our desire that these messages reflect the true Word of God. If you would like to reach us, you can reach us by email at bythestillwater2024 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at By the Still Water Podcast. Please consider subscribing. This will alert you to new episodes when they are made available. Again, thank you for listening.